The next train to Tangent City departs in one minute. This is an unlimited service that may stop at reviews, spoilers, and swearing. Passengers traveling with young or conservative travel companions are reminded to read the show description before embarking on any journey to Tangent City. We wish to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land we are recording on in Perth, Western Australia. The Wajuk people of the Noongar Nation. We wish to acknowledge their continuing culture and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. I miss travel. I bet you do, because you guys are <laughs> seasoned travellers. Well, because you were just giving ghosts and cuddles and just going, I'm going to be here next week. I'm like, yay, staycation Staycation. <laughs> you know, you got to make, you got to do something, don't mm-hmm. you? You can't, can't not. But we just, we just took you on a bit of a trip. We, I we, know. We just How went on cool a was cruise. that? We went on a jungle cruise. It'd be so cool <gasps> if we could have just like taken you to Disneyland and just gone, this is the jungle cruise. <laughs> that would have been like proper research <laughs> into <laughs> I've been awesome. Like, um, so, um, have you got a couple of weeks? We're going to go do some research. Yeah, we'll be back. Um, well, we could have done the actual podcast from <sighs> the. Uh, no, I don't think you could really do it on a boat, could you? Oh, I reckon we could wrangle something. There'd be ways yeah. to make it work. Yeah, I think. I'm sure there's people out there that could help us out with that, but um, unfortunately not. So, from, from the lounge chairs. Thank goodness, though, they have those that we can actually watch. Ride throughs are really cool. We did one on was it um, Splash Splash Mountain? Yes, yeah, yeah. we did. We did the ride because it was like in lockdown 1.0, oh. and we were just so bummed. Like we've been stuck in the house for ages, and it was yeah. that first one where everyone was like, like the whole world was pretty much locked down. We're just like going, ugh. And Lewis is like going, let's go on Splash Mountain. So we got a couple of the, you know, the Ottomans from upstairs. <gasps> oh, or, yeah, that's upstairs so now, good. But, and we put them like right in front of the TV. So we're like one in front of the other. Yeah. So we could pretend that we're on the <laughs> right. That's one way to do it. It was so cute. That's one way it to do it. It was very cute. I know. It, it was hard that initial time. Because you guys, I think, were scheduled to go away at that yeah, point, yeah. weren't you? In yeah. 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 We were like going, oh, this will be over really soon. Yep. <laughs> we were all like that, though. We were all just well, so... Well, you were supposed to be away at the moment. Well, I was supposed to go to Japan in um, January. Ah. That got canned. And then I was going to go to New Zealand, yeah. which didn't end up happening. But I didn't fork out because I, I didn't fork out tickets or anything for New Zealand because I just had an inkling. Yeah. So I was going to wait right before I was going to go and I was going to do it that way. But... um. Like, Smart thinking. Yeah, so then I didn't. But um, I just think they're changing things a little bit on travel documents too because, well, I don't know if they are, but the fine print, mm. I don't know. It's too just too risky. Well, because it's become a difficult kind of industry really to be in in terms of like they if things get locked down, then they've got to hold these credits. Mm. And mm. yeah, yeah it's, it's – And I mean already, I mean imagine that, the whole industry, yeah. Mm. No, it's really, really sad, but – but yeah, so I can't travel, but we we took you on the Jungle Cruise anyway, yeah. so that was good. Um, because we're gonna review. Would you believe the Jungle Cruise? Jungle. Can you ring the spoiler bell? Yeah, Lewis? We're, gonna, we're gonna do do full spoilers. So just so you're aware, like if you haven't seen the Jungle Cruise, you don't you don't want it spoiled. Maybe go and watch it, then come back and listen to it later. Yeah, and because this is our second recording, we're all kind of in the flow of it. But I think I should probably introduce everyone. So <laughs> my name's Catherine, and sitting across from me is Cecilia. Hello. I a.k.a. the puppy and cat whisperer. <laughs> and across from me, the other side is Lewis. Hello. A.k.a. the puppy and cat feeder. 
<laughs> and I just enjoy the company of said puppies and cats. <laughs> and occasionally watch movies with you too. Yeah. And but, yeah, I mean, you do, you brush, brush the cat. Oh, no, that's I give a, them all the love they need. That's it. That's it. I'm, I'm the one who just role. goes, oh, do you need someone to lie on the ground with you right now? Oh, oh. I can do that with you. And yeah, oh. we just hang out. Yeah, yeah, she knows. Oh, oh yeah. cute. But there's lots of um animals in Jungle Cruise too, isn't there? Ah, uh, there's a ton of animals. And I just, I did. This is one of the movies where you can see that it draws inspiration from mm-hmm. so many movies. So you've got the, I want to say cheetah or leopard. The the cat. Pro- Proxima. Yeah, I'm not sure because like, um, you know, some, some they're, they're all like similar. Like they're, they're, all, yeah. they're similar. all similar. They're all cats. It's a giant cat of yeah. some sort. Um, <laughs> it's a great cat. It is. I really enjoyed uh the, the cat. I think it was a leopard. I think. Oh, it, actually, it could be leopard. Yeah. yeah. I think I had the spots. Yeah. Spotted. But don't. Mm, what big cat species is in the film? It's a jaguar. Oh, a jaguar. there you go. Mm. That's so weird because you think jaguars are black. No, um, I, I think they, they there are black ones, mm. but there's also the spotted ones. Apparently, yeah. I don't know. Oh yeah, because you can also get panthers and then spotted panthers too. I think. Anyway, mm. it's a giant cat, mm. um, and I love the introduction of the giant cat as oh, well. Isn't it kind of cool? It's very cool. <laughs> it's a very yeah. like, oh my goodness, everyone's gonna die. Yeah. It's just like it's the nicest cat yeah. in the world. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I suppose we can spoil it because it is a spoiler cast. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, basically she makes her introduction uh, by fighting or going up against uh, The Rock or mm-hmm. Dwayne. Should we, call, we should call him Dwayne Johnson, shouldn't yeah. we? Dwayne Johnson, my apologies, uh, in a bit of a uh, – I suppose it's a – A bar fight. A bar fight. <laughs> uh, but we later learn that uh, they're actually friends and that the, the fight was a bit of a uh, ruse to get uh, the botanist uh, – it's Lily – I believe, and her Lily. brother. Now, they say Lily Houghton, whereas we say Horton over here. We do. So I found that really interesting. Mm. I'd, I'd really love to know what the actual British pronunciation is because I didn't know whether Houghton was just how the Americans might oh. say it. But Houghton. then Emily Blunt Horton. is British. Horton. So, yeah, because generally speaking, British English and Australian English is quite similar most of the time yeah that's what i was like kind of curious about mm. i didn't even think about that yeah i know it's just one of those one like of those peculiarities things. peculiar yes um so yeah it was but- a bit of a staged fight to get uh, <laughs> yeah, mcgregor and lily onto his particular cruise um because he wanted to make some money and he has other reasons too yeah so well yeah plenty of other reasons plenty there's like you know layers layers <laughs> layers, layers going on there um did you want to kick us off lewis where where it all starts uh where all the, where the movie starts yeah it starts in london it does <laughs> well done well 10 out of 10 but it's one of these these films where you've got a you know a female adventurer and like Lily Horton is a um, kind of she she's a uh, scientist uh, but she can't join like the Society of Adventurers or the Adventurers Club because she's a woman and that that's a lot of the uh, the, the film plays into the fact that she's breaking gender roles particularly mm-hmm. for that period of time um, and so wearing the pants you could say yes yes and uh, and so uh, she goes in there to you know plead her case or at least her, her brother 
played by Jack Whitehall, goes in there to plead her case, and uh, the they she gets he gets laughed at by the um the the nasty hoity toities, and so uh, she decides that instead of uh, getting it through the correct channel, she'll just steal the arrowhead and then uh, go uh, to the Amazon. And, uh, you find this mystery, mysterious, uh, tree that is going to be able to cure all diseases. Uh, and, uh, so she does that and they, um, end up in, uh, in the Amazon on Skipper Frank's boat. Mm. Long and short of it. Mm. And, uh, but before that, they show you, uh, Skipper Frank in his day to day role as a jungle cruise skipper. And. Which now you've got a little bit of a. I know! I do. I'm really glad now yeah, that I, why I know. Why are they talking about the backside of water? Yeah, because <laughs> he just makes all these ridiculous jokes and, and really bad puns and dad jokes. Mm. So I couldn't quite understand why they were using that in the film because. Yeah, some of them were okay and some of them weren't, sorry. But then when I watched the wonderful attraction on TV, yeah, it felt like I was there, you know. I can see why. The attraction, quite often the cast members who are the skippers on the Jungle Cruise ride, Mm -hmm. they are often comedians and that – that sort of thing, aren't they, Lou? Uh, well, well, they have been. Not necessarily. They're cast members, um, but I guess they're, they're you know, probably ones that are a bit better at uh, improv. The theatrical and, yeah. kind mm. of nature of things. There has been one particularly well-known comedian that was a skipper on the Jungle Cruise, mm-hmm. um, that being Steve Martin. Mm. Um, I so- think there's been a few well-known I think there might be some other comedians that have been skippers on the Jungle Cruise as well, but yeah, Steve Martin's the one that always um, jumps out to me. So, mm. as um, in, he just did it as like a part-time gig, or he started there. No, no, he he was uh, like working at Disneyland. That's so cool. Yeah. I did not know that. That's really cool. Yeah, well, he was a. I think he was also work also worked at the Magic Shop as well. Um, of course, he did. Yeah, because he's got that that magical side to him as well. So, uh, yeah, I think Kevin Costner was one as well. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure. That's cool. <laughs> I think there's been a few that you just go, oh, that's kind of cool. <laughs> I, was wa- I was watching uh, on uh, Disney Plus, they've got this um, attractions TV show where they go through uh, specific attractions and talk about them. And they did one on Star Tours and they mentioned that George Lucas went to Disneyland on its second day of operation. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty pretty amazing. Like just to... That you know that George Lucas, the you know creator of Star Wars, went yeah. to Disneyland the second day it was open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was pretty incredible. Mm. Like you can see the tie-in from mm. that point mm. on. And then, yeah, I mean, seeing the stuff that they can do in Disneyland, even even back then, they, they were doing fantastical stuff. But uh, you know, Jungle Cruise was a opening day attraction at uh, Disneyland. Mm. Uh, but initially, the Jungle Cruise actually wasn't a, a comedy ride it was it was like done seriously um as they were going around like a very like national geographic mm. yeah. kind of i think there was one there was one gag wasn't there but it was like really dry yeah yeah something to do with the giraffes i can't remember mm. can't remember but it was yeah so there was no jokes in it and then um they they realized that uh, for rewritability they had to make it more entertaining yeah and so that's when they started to introduce the jokes into the uh into the um patter of the skippers mm. uh, but uh yeah and it's been going and going and, and like you know cat and i every 
time we go to Disney, if they've got Jungle Cruise, will we ride it like you know, two or three times every trip? Because each skipper kind of brings their own thing. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that, that is the fun part about it too. And mm-hmm. it's quite a probably a nice relaxing one where you can kind of sit back and just admire. Well, because it is because it's nice and shaded yeah. from all the trees because yes. they really do like create that jungle environment mm-hmm. and you've got the water so it's very cooling. Mm. Yeah. And it's just – it's Escape from the heat. It's got barking dogs apparently. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing, funny thing was that in uh, Disneyland, Walt Disney actually has a had a apartment above the firehouse, mm-hmm. um, and that's where when he would stay in the, the park. That's where he would sleep, and his family would sleep there. Mm-hmm. But the Jungle Cruise, they didn't turn off like the noises and the animation. Oh, when and they stuff. were constructing it, no, at night mm-hmm. they didn't turn that off. And so uh, his where the jungle cruise goes through mm-hmm. is directly behind where the firehouse is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're in the firehouse and they could hear all the noises from the jungle cruise. <laughs> That's pretty cool. That'd be kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you can imagine it, yeah. like all like the trumpeting of elephants. It'd probably be quite relaxing at first, but then it would get annoying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of annoying, you know that the rock has always been part of the jungle cruise. With the uh, the, the granite joke? Oh, come on. <laughs> What? What? Why would you ruin that? What? <laughs> he was always taken for granted. <gasps> oh, got it. Yeah. <laughs> why would you ruin that? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> Don't step on my joke. It took me ages then to realise. I was like, what? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> no, that's it. You're never going to live that one down, Lewis. That's that's just fine. But The Rock is in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he's absolutely hilarious. But he also brings like this, like, I mean, we've spoken about it before with Idris Elba, mm-hmm. like that ability to just have that incredible presence mm. on screen yeah. where he could tell you that that rock is actually made out of water and you'd believe him because mm. he's just so wonderful. <laughs> I, I mean, it is the rock. It's Dwayne Johnson. Why wouldn't you believe what he exactly. said? Uh, I quite liked his character, um, especially his little skipper hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was quite good. And I think him and Kem- um, Emily Blunt had such great chemistry on screen. Mm. What have they been in together before? Or is this their first appearance on screen together? I think it's their first time working together. Really? Mm. They really hit it off, didn't they? They did. Well, he, he specifically wanted her for the role. Ah. Um, and she'd actually turned it down twice because she was just exhausted after Mary Poppins and The Quiet Place 2. Mm. Um, but then they, uh, yeah, the producers went to appeal to her and had a video from, from Dwayne just saying, look, we want to work together and mm. stuff like that. And so, yeah, she eventually took on the role. Um, but yeah, it, it was. So it's quite a physical role. So mm. you can imagine yeah. why she'd be hesitant. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Very yeah. physical role. Um, and when did they film this? Because this was due to come out in May last year. This has been—I remember hearing about this quite a few mm. years ago. I feel mm. like it's been in the in the pipeline for a while. Because I remember, yeah, I remember Jack Whitehall being attached to the to the film. Mm. But it was all filmed and wrapped before COVID. Oh, well, well yeah, and truly, well, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. because I'm pretty sure. Was there a delay? Were they supposed to be a Boxing Day release in 2019 and there was an unexpected delay? I don't know why they chose to delay it. That sounds or am familiar. I making that, up? Oh, that sounds a little bit familiar to me. But I feel like, like it is a it, definitely it went Boxing a- Day release film. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And I, I was kind of surprised. Or maybe there was going to be one of those March ones. I don't know. But whenever it was, mm. it obviously got delayed and – you know, they had to work out when they were going to release it. But I can understand how they would want it to be released 
on the big screen. Yeah. Mm. Because we we watched it in the cinema mm-hmm. the first time because we we're lucky enough to be able to access the cinema. And then we didn't have a great viewing experience. Did Lewis tell you about this? I did this? hear about the, um, yeah, unfortunate. So very long story mm. short for the listeners. Um, we had a crowd of people in our cinema that were treating it like their lounge room. Mm. There were kids running around. There were people using their phones as lights to flash to the other people to get their attention because they were all seated like across the cinema. It was really bad. They were all talking. It was just like, oh, it's the worst. And I didn't realize how much I'd missed until we started watching it at home. Yeah. We started watching it upstairs and then we Lewis was falling asleep. And so <laughs> oh, that doesn't surprise me at we all. We had to pick it up another day. <laughs> and so we started watching it downstairs, but the cinema sound wasn't quite there. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing the experience of just mm-hmm. popping back upstairs and making that effort because the the sound is just yeah. so great on this movie. Mm. And just like down to like the bees, you know, when the bees come into it on the yes, map, yep. like the sound of them and you can really sort of hear them kind of flying in behind you and it's, it's, it's really cool. I liked it. Ah, oh, the bees. Because, of course, with any film, you've got to have some bad guys too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and Jesse bees Clemens. And snakes, what's worse? Yeah. Oh, no, there was no spiders. Oh, thank goodness. I don't mind that. Mm. I can handle bees and snakes, but mm. spiders. Oh, were there spiders at some point? I'm sure there must have been some spiders in there I as well. I'm I'm not there sure that I, I can't remember. No, I don't remember I don't seeing think spiders. There were. No, I think you're right. I don't think there were. Which is weird, isn't it? Yeah, it is for the oh, Amazon. Oh, there was one spider because they do that opening scene when you're heading into the mm. – was it the opening credits? And you've got the ant carrying a leaf. That's oh, yeah. right. And yep. then I think something takes a – no, the leaf is snatched away from something else, isn't it? And then um, the spider eats the ant. Is that how it works? I think and so. And then a bird eats the yeah, that's spider right. and then – what eats the bird? An old lady eats the bird. And- oh, <laughs> it's not the girl who swallowed bees. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes, because you've got um, oh, I've got to find his actual bad guy name. Um, but Jesse Plemons plays the bad guy, who I think is he German. Um, uh, in this film, yeah, because he's like a prince. And it's all kind That's of tied right. in because it's all sort of like World War One time. Yeah, and they're all searching and for so the he wants to win tears, the war. Tears of the Moon, which is this really special. Mm. Oh, that's right. Prince, um, oh, Joachim. No, that's not actually how you pronounce it. Uh, Joachim? No. Prince Joachim. Yeah, thank you. I don't know why I didn't look at that. <laughs> Prince Joachim. Uh, thank you. You've also got Edgar uh, Ramirez in this film as well, but he's a little bit hard to recognise, I think, at first. Isn't yeah, he? definitely. Uh, and of all course, the makeup. Paul Giamatti. <laughs> oh, isn't a, he a delight? He's so fun. I, I enjoy watching Paul Giamatti on screen, any role. Uh, he was in uh, Cupcake. Not cupcake, gunpowder milkshake. <laughs> I continually want to call this film cupcake milkshake, but it's gunpowder milkshake. I wanted to see that, and we didn't get the opportunity to go and see it, so it's it's good. It, it's um, it's. I thought it was going to be more funny than uh, what it actually was, but look, I mean, it's quite interesting. It's a very neon. They use all these neon lights, and it's it's presented really nicely. So I wonder whether it was going to be like a John Wick movie, but with women. It kind of is okay. yeah it kind of is it's definitely that level of violence and action so uh, what's edgar ramirez been in before i remember him being he was in- Bodie in point break oh my goodness how do i oh no that's the new the one new is version. it oh okay 
I I remember he was in that film with Eric Banner, Deliver Us from Evil, a few years ago. Uh, He kind of just pops up and you go, there's Edgar Ramirez, but he's, he's great. So, yeah, lots of familiar faces in this film for sure. Oh, definitely. Because you got the, as well as the, um, uh, you know, the, the bad uh, German prince, mm. you've also got the uh, conquistadors. Yes. Who are three, well, 400 years old and they uh, they get cursed. Mm. Um, so, Aguri, who's played by Edgar Ramirez, he's one of them. Mm. And you've got two more. You've got Sancho and Melchor, I think, are the two, the three of the worst of them. I don't know. I might have missed someone. And they, uh, and they, they, it's like they get, uh, if they, they can't be away from the site. They get cursed. Yeah. That's what I said. They got cursed. Yeah. yeah. And they can't be, uh, away from the site of the river. Mm. Otherwise they'll, uh, be dragged back. To the river, but jungle will drag them back. But uh, they get captured in a uh, in a hole, and the jungle can't drag them back. So it kind of like pulls put, them into the wall. Pulls them in the wall and makes them into like you know part of the the jungle. So one of them's like um, plant based, and one's snake based, and one's bee based, and one's mud based. Mm. Um, and so they uh, yeah they're. they're like elemental kind of uh, creatures, mm. uh, and they're also after the uh, the tears of the moon because that can break the curse. But we find out there's a scene in the film where after uh, yeah, because Dwayne is constantly trying to screw over uh, Lily and get the uh, get the the arrowhead, and in part because he's already like set up these these like little parts where he can get what he wants mm, mm. because he, he kind of presets all these traps. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very well planned. Yeah, but he's had a lot of, lot of time, as we find out, to do to do the said plans um, because there's this real pivotal scene where he gets the arrowhead back from one of the, the bad elemental guys, but then get, he's been stabbed uh, during that time and then he falls off this really high point and hits all these trees and rocks and stuff on the way down. And looks, you see him land at the bottom mm, and he dead. And, oh, yeah. He, and he looks very, very dead. And that was a real surprise in the film where it's was like, holy crap, they've just killed Dwayne Johnson. How does, how does that work? Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a little bit later on, Lily comes across him and finds out that he's still alive mm. and he's been alive for 400 years because he is also a conquistador. Mm-hmm. And he he was he was a good conquistador um, because when the uh, the other ones other conquistadors they got saved by this jungle tribe and then they turned on them to you know, try to get the the key to the um, uh, tears of the moon mm-hmm. and that's when they got cursed. So even though Dwayne helped helped out the, the tribe, he still ended up getting cursed as well and has to be within eyeshot of the river. And so that was a real twist. I didn't actually expect that that kind of thing to be to happen in the film. No. Do you feel a little bit like so we meet Trader Sam and Trader Sam on the attraction is like an African looking dude. Mm. And in this it's a South American woman. Mm. And I really love that little twist. Yeah. Like for people that know the attraction, I think that's pretty cool. But it felt like Trader Sam might have been the girl in that like she was a little bit worldly. 
I don't or do you think, think she was just a descendant? Yeah, she couldn't have been the girl because the girl would have been like 400 years old. True. So I'd, I'd say it might have been a descendant of the girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she seemed kind of cool. So they he sets up this ruse to get the arrowhead um, with all these like people just playing a part. And but Trader Sam actually has the knowledge about the arrowhead mm, to actually yeah. move them on to the next phase, which is pretty cool. Yeah. But I, lo- I love that whole thing of, oh, no, we've got the puppies going off again. I love that whole thing of um, – so Trader Sam and and Lily set down the river in a like a canoe basically mm. and they get lifted out of the water. No, sorry, it wasn't Lily. It was um, uh, her brother. Oh, McGregor. McGregor. Yeah, that's right. And so they get lifted out of the water by the German sub- submarine and straight off the bat, Trader Sam's just like leapt off the side, <laughs> yeah, he's gone, gone into the water, swimming <laughs> off, just going, I'm sorry, I don't take lifts from strangers. <laughs> I thought it was just like adding in another one of those like little gag kind of like silly jokes. Yeah. I thought it was really cute. Oh, it's good fun. Yeah. So apparently it was actually uh, the film, in, it was 2004 that they actually announced that they would develop a film based on Jungle wow. Cruise. And for a long time, in 2011, it was announced that Tom Hanks and, and Tim Allen may be involved with the film. Wow. Anyway, it must have got completely pushed aside. So it was in 2015 uh, that Walt Disney announced it was uh, what well, Walt Disney Pictures, sorry, was redeveloping its film adaptation uh, with Dwayne Johnson. So Dwayne Johnson's been attached since 2015 okay. to, to the project, which is interesting. And then slowly, uh, people have been mm. brought on uh, onto it. So some of the, some of the backstories mm. of these movies I are know. really intriguing because when you realise, like, like some of the pictures that you just go, how could it have been? It would have been terrible if that had happened. Yeah. Mm. Like if it had been a Tim Allen. I mean, yeah. I love Tim Allen and Tom Hanks, but if it had been those two, Probably it would not. not have been what we just saw. Mm. Yeah. And that's it. You know, 2004, I mean, mm. the quality of obviously, you know, green screen and things yeah. has really improved. But um, this is my favourite part. It goes the following month uh, – Obviously, in context, um, they were talking about a particular year, but Paul Giamatti was cast to portray, uh, in quotes, a crusty harbour master. Crusty <laughs> 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 harbour master. I That's love very, it. very, very accurate. Yeah, yeah. The interesting thing about the um, the junk cruise is that um, when you look at Skipper Frank's uh, outfit, mm-hmm. it's not the Jungle Cruise outfit that the skippers wear on the ride. Mm-hmm. No. Because on the ride, they're all in khakis and they wear a big broad print hat. Mm-hmm. Yep. But... You may, if you're a fan of older movies, you might notice that um, it's similar to the outfit that uh, Humphrey Bogart wore in The African Queen. Ah. Because The African Queen is a heavy influence on the design of The Jungle Cruise, The, Jungle the, attraction. Cruise, the attraction. Ah. Mm. The other interesting, I think that's a 60s movie, isn't uh, it? 50s. 50s? Okay. Because oh. this film is very reminiscent of those like old school 50s kind mm. of, um, well, some of, some parts of it, you know, are with the whole action mm. and, the, and the colours and stuff like that in the jungle. So I remember when I was looking at this film, that film actually, I was like, oh, it reminds me of that really old film and I'm pretty mm. sure it's that one. African Queen was 
or uh, Catherine Hepburn. Yes. Yeah. 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 And it's interesting actually because um, uh, that she wrote a book, I think, based on the her time and experience. Oh wow! I could be wrong. <laughs> Was it a good experience or a bad experience? I, I, I'm not or, sure. Okay. I just remember seeing something. Uh, uh, you know, you just have these memories, memories in your mind yeah. and I'm not even sure whether that's um, actually the fact or And not. the other reason I was thinking of 1950s was Treasure Island too mm. because that was a, a 50s film mm. and that's kind of got that feel about it too. Obviously, you know, uh, cinema's improved immensely since the mm. 50s but, you know, it's still kind of got that feel about mm. it. So. Well, because I thought like in terms of modern times, like the tree kind of felt like it had links to Avatar. Yep. Except it was a pink flowering tree instead of like yeah. a blue flowering tree so it was blue wasn't it i think in, so yeah. yeah and then you had sort of like pirates of the caribbean because you had that feeling of these guys that were cursed and and had been around for a long time wasn't wasn't it the it, it, like a reveal in that that because uh, all the crew were like if in the moonlight they'd show their actual mm-hmm. you know zombie faces mm-hmm. and captain jack also had the zombie face as well mm-hmm. so yeah it's a similar kind of thing that happened in this where you had the reveal of you know skipper frank being um also a conquistador mm-hmm. but you had the reveal, but he didn't have a zombie face. He didn't have like a no, no, no. Elemental. He didn't. He didn't because he he hadn't been trapped like the other mm. ones. Yeah, but the 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 adventure and like the the puzzles that they had to unlock. Mm. It also felt a little bit Indiana Jones as well. Yes. Ah, yeah. yeah so there's lots of mm. Disney content that felt like it was being um tied in. Oh, and um, there's a bit right towards the end where the cave thing. Oh, it's not a cave, really. Is oh, it probably it is, is a cave. cave yeah. Um, it starts to sort of fall in on mm. itself, mm-hmm. and there's a scene where the German. Oh, sorry, what's Prince? Ah, uh, Prince Joachim. Yeah, Prince Joachim. <laughs> when he gets taken out, all you can see is his boots, and yes. it, it really <laughs> felt yeah. a little bit Wizard of Oz. Yeah. <laughs> it really did. I really enjoyed his character. Ding I know he's a bad. Dead. <laughs> I know he's a bad guy, but I think he just did it so well, didn't he? And I think the other really cool thing about this is um, Jack Whitehall obviously plays McGregor, yeah. and uh, his character's gay and, and comes mm. out. But I thought that that was really cool that the way that it, like he just sort of says, "Oh, I'm I'm not like what, what what's the term that he uses." Yeah, it was a really it kind of beat around the bush of directly saying yeah. it, didn't it? But it you knew what it meant. Lie in other directions. Yes, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then you've got um, you know, the skipper's kind of take on it. It's just like, well, you know, whatever. <laughs> it's just like it doesn't matter. And then they toast, and you're for a four hundred you know? yeah, yeah for a four hundred year guy to just go, meh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just, I don't know, there's something about, again, you've got that whole thing of everyone sort of slotting in nicely together. Mm. So you've got Lily that can't swim and wants to go on this freaking jungle cruise down the Amazon, deeper than anyone's ever gone before. You've got her brother that's not really an adventurer. Like that scene where they're loading oh, the luggage. the luggage scene. That's just gorgeous. These are my day wear yeah. and this is my night wear. So she's just stepping onto the boat and, and you've got Frank just going, you can't bring all that luggage because this is basically this column of people carrying all these like cases down. And she's like, well, this is my bag. And it's just like this little sort of like, I don't know, like a doctor's bag. Yeah. It's like, it's really compact. It's got nothing in it pretty much. 
And you're just like going, oh, she travels light. That's kind of cool. Yeah. But it's the brother's luggage and he's got a case for this and a case for that and a case for snacks and a case for drinks. Case for drinks stays. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was such a cool scene. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I've, I've got to admit, though, that he was, uh, you know, when, you, when you've seen Travels with my father, you can see that he was just like channeling his dad. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it's just, he, was, he was just going, yep, I'm going to Michael Whitehall this up to the nth degree. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> Oh, and if you haven't seen Travels with my father, you should, talking to you listeners, mm-hmm. go and watch it. It's hilarious. Oh, just Although gone. the last um, season was really short, wasn't yeah, it? They, the, the one American where the one. American one, yeah. they did that in like three episodes, but there were longer episodes, mm. weren't yeah, they? Yeah, I didn't, didn't understand the format. It didn't I have a good flow. it was an availability thing. Might I wonder whether they tied it in with um, maybe Jack doing a tour at the same time, oh. so maybe they didn't have a lot of time. Do you know what? I think that was around the same time he did tour. Okay. Didn't they do a tour, Australian one as well where they did a tour and linked yeah, to Yeah, and that one was kind of brief as yeah. well. Oh, yeah. Actually, no, that was the Australian one when he was – that was when he was touring here. Yeah, yeah. Because the Vietnam yeah. one was just like they were just yeah. focusing on yeah. that and that yeah. was really cool. Mm. Like you, you kind of dug it. Like <laughs> you could see. So funny. His dad is just hilarious. I love Michael Whitehall. He's hilarious. I so, Part of me wonders like, if some of it is a bit fake and he puts it on, but then I'm like, no, I think that's him in real yeah. life. It's yeah, I think, I think it's probably just like a, um, like a caricature mm. of yeah. himself and he's quite happy to play it. Yeah. I think that there's, there's got to be like a degree of like acting apart. <laughs> I just love his reaction. Oh, Jack. <laughs> oh, Jack, you haven't, have you? Like just – to things it's <laughs> interesting because i mean your dad is is a, a an older father but not as old as um as michael is no well what, he's probably about the same age as my dad but no he's older surely like michael whitehall oh yeah because he um was quite old when no in terms of the dif- age difference lou mm. oh yeah because- oh yeah because I think is Jack the youngest in his family? Because he's got siblings. I think you think oh, he was an only child. You would. I think he may have a sibling or a two. But yeah, I think he might be the youngest. And yeah, his dad was an older father. Yeah, uh, when he is uh, Michael's eighty-one. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's only a couple of. Years. But Jack Whitehall's about ten years younger than you, if mm. not fifteen. <laughs> yeah, I reckon he's probably like 30. He must be about 30. 30 something? Yeah, maybe 31, 32. 30s, yeah. yeah. It feels like that anyway. But he, he does mention Jack it. Jack Whitehall is 53 years old. No, <laughs> 33. 33. Yeah, there you go. So okay. there's a good 10 years between you two. Mm. Yeah. Whereas, like, so his dad is two years older than your father. So that age difference is quite substantial. So you'd imagine becoming a father at such a late age must have been quite, quite draining. Yeah. Like you can imagine that their their relationship must be quite different than say like you and yeah. I with our fathers. Yeah, it, it yeah. would be a very even, strange. Yeah, but I think yeah. he even mentions that you know I, I about spending time with his father mm. because he never really got to do it, and also he realizes he hasn't got much time left mm. with his father. He's um, got um he's got two siblings, Molly Louise Whitehall. And Barnaby Williams Whitehall. Barnaby. <laughs> Barnaby. <laughs> hey, and what do they call the, 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 what's the dummy that they picked up in we, Vietnam? Oh, Winston. 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 <laughs> Winston. I know that has like another <laughs> pompous kind of name. 
Oh, I do enjoy their banter. It's just absolutely gold. So, um, yeah, but he definitely channels his father in this film. Oh, definitely. Which is um, fun. So, so weird seeing him without a beard, though. As I've said know. before, it's like, you know, he's got such a baby face without the beard. Mm. Like, it, yeah, it's def- definitely I understand why he has that most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, oh, that's what I was saying to Cecilia before we got on air is we've been rewatching the Harry Potter movies yeah. because we already own them. We're not giving her any more money. <laughs> that's how we feel about it. Um, but actually seeing Daniel Radcliffe as he gets older, his similar similarities between himself and Jack Whitehall mm-hmm. are quite strong. And so it's quite interesting that they both sort of competed for the role of Harry Potter mm-hmm. or both went for it. I think they're contenders, both of them. <gasps> pretty sure they were. Well, I'm pretty sure Daniel Radcliffe was. But <laughs> he definitely was. But yeah, I know I know um Jack Whitehall always speaks about it in his mm-hmm. comedy. And yeah. I can't I just can't see like I mean there is another world where Jack Whitehall is Harry Potter. But it's just like Daniel Radcliffe just was so perfect for that part. I, I think that Jack Whitehall has given so much more to the world as a comedian mm. yeah. than than he could have as Harry Potter. Because yeah. chances are he wouldn't have become a comedian no, if, if he'd I, gone I, that route. Yeah. Because he would have started being Harry Potter when he was like, what, eight or something like that? I think nine or ten. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's it's <laughs> it's one of those things that you – like that whole what-if scenario mm. is quite interesting. But he is great in this movie. He is. And he – I like the character development for him. Yeah. So he's he doesn't necessarily become over cocky or anything like that towards the end of the movie. And he doesn't necessarily get braver. Mm-hmm. But when you start the movie, you've got him reading from the palm cards that Lily's written for him because he's basically there on in the club as Lily's like Proxy. Well, not proxy even because he's there because Lily isn't able to stand Mm. at the front and talk because she's a woman. Oh, no. And so he's reading off these palm cards. He's doing a good job and he does a good job when, um, you know, he needs to sort of delay things so she can go off and steal things that shouldn't be stolen but need to be stolen to progress the movie. (laughs) Progress the movie and the mission. I love what he goes. Uh, pause for dramatic effect. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets to the card, which is like, um, and now read this or something like yeah. that. And it's all like, it's accidentally gotten wet. Mm-hmm. The part, and he's just sort of like, oh. And so, yeah, so you get, you've got that. And then you've got the end of the movie where he's just got that little bit more confidence. Mm-hmm. So he gets up and he speaks in front of the crowd. He's got no palm cards, yeah. and, but he speaks with just a little bit more like gravitas, mm. yes. yeah, and just says, look, so, you know, this is what's happened, but get stuffed. <laughs> I liked it. I quite enjoyed that choreography as well at the beginning when she's in that really, uh, that room with all those artifacts mm. and she's trying to manoeuvre around all the people and, you know, trying to make herself not see and I thought that was really clever and really fun. Yeah. Uh, too. And the adventures with library ladders. Yes. Like, who doesn't want one of oh. them? I, I want do. a ladder on wheels. I think it'd be amazing. Like we could just put one over there. I think it'd be great. And I'll put a shelf really high up. Right. Just, just one shelf yeah. right just up for the top. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, can you go get the cumin <laughs> <laughs> from the cumin shelf? Uh, okay. Oh dear. Yeah, no, I did. I did like that scene. I thought it was it was very good. And the way she like stole the um, 
the the sword mm. and then hammered it into the box to open it up. It was waiting for the guy to hammer yeah. at, at the, uh, the thing. It was yeah. just it was <laughs> yeah. really good. It's just the the whole uh, scene was fantastic, um, and just showed how uh, Prince Joaquin was a bit of a ass as well because of mm. the way that he he treated her then. Um, so yeah, it was it was yeah really just amazing. Actually, one of the things about. Um, Lily is that uh, one of the recurring jokes is that uh, Frank's nickname for her is Pants. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Which is, Pants. you know, it's, it's interesting because, like, at the time, obviously, most women wore uh, dresses and, mm, and, and that sort of thing and not pants. Well, it's the proper thing that women should wear, <laughs> is it not? God but, forbid. <laughs> but it's interesting, though, because there's another uh, reason for it is that Catherine Hepburn uh, was the first woman in cinema who challenged conventions of her time to wear pants in a movie. Ah. And she was also in The African Queen. So... Yeah. Oh, cool. That's pretty cool. Mm. So like she wore just... pants to a movie screening? No, in a movie. Well, in a movie, in a movie. she wore pants, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's really cool. So she there is like golf, of... was she? Pardon, sorry? Was she, was she like, because she liked golf and stuff like that mm. and, like, she was really sort of pushing the progressiveness. Was she married or was she? I don't know. I shall have a look. Like, I think that's really cool. Did she just, like, just go the full feminist thing? No, because like, it seemed like as a character, not as a character, sorry, as a um, as a historical person, she really pushed the boundaries. Yeah. So I just wondered whether she was just like all out feminist, like screw you world, I'm just going to do things my way. Well, it's interesting because she was only married uh, once to Ludlow Odgen Smith uh, oh. from 1928 to 1941. Okay. Hmm. So, so, yeah, interesting that she uh, didn't remarry after that. Hmm. What what year did she pass away? Uh, two thousand and three. Oh wow, so long. Yeah, she okay. was. Uh, she was actually alive. She was born in twelfth uh, of May, nineteen oh seven, and then died twenty ninth of June, two thousand and three. So she's well into her nineties. Wow, wow, incredible. Hmm. Oh, at least she gave marriage a good shot. <laughs> oh, I like that little no, connection just, with the pants and and. But that's kind of cool that yeah. like because Lily Lily's character was such an independent woman character, mm. and like. Obviously, she had to accept Frank's help, but uh, it was quite reluctant. Yeah, and so it was—it's kind of cool that Catherine Hepburn was like that. She was just like this hugely independent woman. Hmm. And she's like, "Stuff you!" Like this whole boys' club thing of you guys going out and playing golf. I'm going to play golf. It's just so bizarre that they didn't allow women into certain places. Like I just find it—it's—I know we talk about this stuff all the time, but it's just. But it's incredible because, like, into the 70s and I think maybe the early 80s, women weren't allowed to go into pubs. I know. Like, for you and I, like, that's just incredible that people had to stage these things. And you know what one of the things was is that um, their – handbags would take up space on the bar oh my god it's just like what and so they they stage all these things where they get a whole lot of businessmen to go into the bar and put their briefcases on the bar to take up space cool. and nothing would be done about it because who cares mm. oh so Far weird and it's just like it's not that long ago mm. like it was just before like we were born yeah, yeah i know it's weird but i think that lily is a great role model too mm. as a character for mm-hmm. for young girls particularly because it is a kind of kids film uh it's nice to see well no, no. actually no it, it's for all ages to be yeah. completely honest all ages but you know kids are definitely going to be going to see this but i, I just don't think it would be for young kids because there are some, some scary, scary scenes so maybe kind of adolescents 
it's like maybe oh, maybe oh, lights of like the like older eight or eight yeah. onwards. Yeah, but I I think that's good. Given probably a similar age to like Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. because yeah. it's got like that scary and a little bit of violence and True. everything like that. People getting stabbed. <laughs> probably you're actually, not yeah, take it is quite violent. <laughs> but it's just nice to see a, a good role model on screen, particularly when you know that kids and you know people these days are admiring. You know, I'm not going to name names, but certain people who mm. are just probably not the best influencers so yeah it's nice to have a real strong uh yeah woman on screen who can yeah for sure but the only female character apart from trader sam oh that's true so it probably only just passes the Mm, bechdel test bechdel no did i say that wrong yeah because her and trader sam did have a chat about uh the the um the arrowhead, arrowhead yeah. yeah yeah so it only just passes uh, yeah no you're right there is um a lack of women there's the only other women that I can think of in the entire mm. movie uh at the beginning where Frank is doing that initial jungle cruise like the schlocky yeah one with tourists and then the women at the end who um celebrate oh, yes. up in the kind of yeah. yeah, but that's not really... That's, impo- that yeah, like that's actually a really good point, isn't it? So in it? terms of speaking, mm. there's only the woman who says, oh, but she's just a child. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, good point. So that's something that's lacking, but, you know. Yeah. Good I point. guess they were portraying a time, so there's maybe a little bit of that. Yeah, well, at least they try and balance it out with, you know... With yeah. Lily just being kick-ass yeah. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she was. She was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, anything else that anyone wanted to bring to the table on this one? Oh, it's a fun film. Go and see it. If you just want to sit back and watch something fun and not worry about, you know. I, I think this is going to be probably not the last uh, Jungle Cruise that we, we see. I hope not. But, I think that's a good prediction. Um, but the thing, because the thing is that the, the Jungle Cruise, the ride, mm. um, takes place. You would have noticed that they went through like India and Africa and, and went to, to different places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas this movie was all on the Amazon and, uh, you know, all, South American, yeah. So yeah, that so does. So you could do a Nile version, yeah. yeah and it gets goes on. mummies out yeah. and really cross things mm, over. That would be cool. <laughs> it goes on for Niles and Niles and Niles. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't believe me, then you're in a boat. A boat. <laughs> <laughs> that was for people who've seen the jungle, been on the Jungle Cruise ride. Um, yeah. So actually, this was a uh, also uh, interesting to think that uh, you know. Some people thought that this might have been a, uh, um, uh, a, a the trilogy of jungle movies because remember how Dwayne Johnson, like back in early two thousands, was in a movie with Sean William Scott called Yes, Welcome, Welcome to the Jungle. Yeah. Oh my goodness, mm-hmm. I forgot. Yep. Yeah, it was called Welcome to the Jungle Here. I think it was called Rundown in America. Yeah, but yeah, Welcome to the Jungle Here, and then he was also in uh, Jumanji. Welcome to the Jungle mm-hmm. in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah, and now he's in Jungle Cruise. Yeah, so yeah. it's his Jungle trilogy. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> they are all separate films, though. They are <laughs> nothing to do with each other at all. <laughs> but yeah, I, I honestly think we'll see more more Jungle Cruise films. I think uh, it's it's rife for the picking. Yeah. yeah. I actually took my grandparents to see this film because I thought they were really like mm-hmm. it. And I wanted to see it in cinema. So we went out anyway. We got out of the cinema. This is quite funny. Anyway, we got out of the cinema and we're walking out and there's a poster of the Fast and Furious 9. And my grandma looks at it and goes, oh, he's in everything, isn't he? <laughs> she completely thought Vin Diesel was um, the, rock. No. the Rock. And I was like, <laughs> Bald head. Mm. I was like, no, they're different people. But um, yeah. <laughs> 
That's cute. <laughs> nice try, Grandma. Thanks for playing. <laughs> I thought it was so funny, though. But she's like, oh, he's in everything, isn't he? And I was like, no, wrong person. Uh, well, wrong movie. Cause he has been in – The Rock was in one of the – was he in – he had, yeah, he, I'm pr- pretty sure he was in one. I'm not making one. that up. No, I think you are. I think he was in one of them. What was at that? One point. He was in one of the Fast and the Furious the movies. Yeah. He's been in several. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you're completely like, right. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> This is like one of those things. It's I don't my see brain. the connection. I don't think they look anything alike. No, but, definitely not. But, you know, some people, it, it seems to the be muscular a and bald. Muscular and bald. <laughs> there seems to be a common misconception. That Except uh, Vin Diesel's less muscular but still bald. Um, okay. Prince, uh, Prince Joachim apparently is a real life person. Ooh. Oh, well, it was a real life person. Um, in the film, he's killed by confronting Lily and McGregor. Mm-hmm. In real life, he died by suicide in 1920 at 29 oh. after suffering a long bout of depression due to his father's abdication of the throne that turned him into a commoner. Oh, yeah. 29. Wow. Wow. Okay. Fair enough. So maybe that was the cover-up. Maybe he didn't commit suicide. Maybe he died in a jungle. Possibly, yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, dear. But um, I, I think that the, the whole conclusion thing was kind of cute with this movie. Yeah. So, you know, getting it so that, like, you know, you've got Frank gets pulled from the jungle because the river goes away and Frank, because he ba- basically makes it go away by mm. pushing the boat into the thing that, you know, gets rid of all the water and – so he gets pulled into the wall and just that, that, that little gesture of Lily pushing the flower into his mouth. He could sort of like when you realize you kind of like, Oh, it looks like he's breathed it in. And you're like, Oh no, maybe it was just the flower dying mm. and the, and the poor kitty being left behind. Mm. I thought that was sad. And, but it was kind of cool in the end yeah. because obviously he comes back to life and that's all kind of cool. Mm. But it all works out in the end. Yeah. I just think it's kind of cute. And there was only one flower and. Of all the, you know, yeah, the blossoms Yeah, and she had came. spent so long trying to get it yeah. and then she uses it on him. Mm. It's a, yeah, lovely. I just uh, I just saw another um, thing that I didn't even realise until I, I read it, but uh, this, this film shares its core plot with Moana, which also starred Dwayne Johnson as well. <laughs> How? Uh, okay, so uh, in um, this movie, uh, Skipper Frank is enlisted by a young woman to take her and an ancient jewel she wears around her neck to a secret place where she can place the jewel in a specific location that will bring the land back to life. Oh, that's and a lift an ancient stretch. No, that's no. a stretch. No, no, I can see. I can see. Like you know, you know, um, you know, Moana needed Maui and and Lily needed Frank. So. That said, when we because um, when we're at home, we obviously watch this on Disney Plus, and when it's listed on Disney Plus, it's listed next to. Romancing the Stone and what's the sequel? Um, Jewel of the Nile. Jewel of the Nile, yeah. yeah. And so it was kind of cool because I was just like, oh, my goodness, I haven't seen those movies in years. Romancing mm. the Stone's the one where the he drives the yacht through New York, right? Or am I thinking of another uh, movie? I, can, I cannot recall anything from those films. The- it's Michael Douglas and oh, that's right. I remember that film. Uh, Michael Douglas, Kathleen Turner, Danny DeVito's in it. Uh, it's also very similar to The Mummy as well, really. True. Yeah. 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 That whole true love thing at the end. Well, because yeah. you got you got like the the rogue adventurer. So in The Mummy, you've got Brendan Fraser, and this one you got Dwayne Johnson. Mm. Uh, you got the annoying brother, which was uh, John Hanna in. Uh, <laughs> 
in yeah. The Mummy and you've got Jack Whitehall in this one. Uh, and then you've got the uh, idealistic, enthusiastic woman looking for legendary treasure. Well, I think it's just character arcs that work. Yeah. yeah. They just yeah, work, they don't just, they? Like, going, well, this works. Yeah, let's, let's it try it again. There's <laughs> uh, no harm in that. No, no it harm. works. And I, if they made another Mummy movie right now, I'd go and watch it. I used and, to be scared of The Mummy. That's where Dwayne Johnson got his movie start, really, was in the, the Mummy movie. That's right, in the Scorpion, Scorpion King. King. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. So he was in the original Mummy movie and then he was also in Scorpion exactly, King, Exactly, right? yeah. Mm. Mm. There you go. And he had long hair in the Scorpion King. Did he have he had hair in the Scorpion King, didn't he? Yeah, I was going to say it, but, yeah, you went there <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Not that that matters at all. I just remember it being long Well, no, because I was trying to work out, like, I was thinking that last night. I'm like, when did – the Rock stop having hair, <laughs> and I guess it was around that sort of two thousand early two thousands. No, no, he still had like hair and Welcome to the Jungle and that sort of thing. I think it was like probably the mid uh, like twenty tens where he started to shave his head. Ah, I wonder I if he him having hair in Welcome it. to the Jungle. I mean, he suits he suits his look regardless. Yeah. I think, oh yeah, so yeah, no, it works. I, I just I just couldn't remember at what point he decided yeah. to just go. Nah, that's it. I'm done. And at some point during this film, he did actually have hair. So during the Jungle Cruise, he had uh, hair. <laughs> was it his? Well, no, no, it wasn't his hair. Obviously, it was a wig, <laughs> but still, he did have hair in that. Um, but it was yeah, we was just kind of like because he was probably in some of those earlier scenes, mm. but we just didn't recognize him because he had the mm-hmm. hair. I think that's probably mm. true. Was and he they definitely in on... Welcome to the Jungle? Yeah. yeah. That's, is, that, I can't remember that being the cast of Welcome to the Jungle. That is, that is not that's Welcome John, to the that's Jungle. That's Jean-Claude Van Damme. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> no, Welcome to the Jungle was... There must be another. I was like, yeah, that's Jean-Claude. <laughs> it might be under the rundown. Oh, different, yeah. Because it's only called Welcome to the Jungle here in Australia. And why didn't they call it... It was 2003, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so... If you look at the – so it's Welcome to the Jungle as the as the listing under oh, IMDb. Oh, yeah, he does have hair. Oh, it's called, it is called The Rundown. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Well, that's like – there's other movies out there that are called Christopher Walken was in that. Oh, do you know, it was so funny. I was at a quiz night the other night and one of the answers was Christopher Walken and everyone's like, what's Christopher Walken in? And I was trying to think of a film that he was <laughs> in and I couldn't think of anything except for um, I think Seven Psychopaths was the only thing I could think oh, of. Oh, yeah. Um, but he just, when he shows up, he's so iconic. Oh, he really is. But I couldn't believe it. There was people at this quiz I was with who didn't know who he was. And I was like, Random. Oh, what? Um, but so it's so weird that the, uh, like it occurred to me the other day that The Rock has been around as a movie actor for over like two decades now. I know. That's crazy, so isn't weird. it? Crazy. Really crazy. Ah. Uh, you know, and we're so much better off for it, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. He's made some great films. Yeah, he's, he's I, a great... I get it. He was a good wrestler and stuff, Lou, but like oh, he's yeah. given the world so much more as an actor. But I mean, that's the thing. He's been a he's been an actor longer than he's been was a wrestler. That was mm. one thing that I did want to talk about is the Rock kisses. Have you always noticed that it's like that really like old school Hollywood kiss? Yeah, where you don't actually see the lips touching. Yeah. It's like he must write it into his contract. Right? I wonder because yeah, it's I have always never, yeah. the case. It's like always if he's got love, yeah. ki- um, love interest. There's only ever one, maybe two kisses, mm-hmm. and like it's always like the hidden by the yeah. face slash head. You know? Yeah, good point. Because yeah, 
I mean, I didn't mind that in this film. You know, it's always it was implied really that they yeah. had a romance. You didn't need to see it. But, no, I don't know. But, but now that you mentioned it, I was like, like, given oh, that yeah, Hollywood is yeah. generally so highly oh, on sexualized, the romance. yeah, and yeah. yeah. And so they're usually all about like, you know, how much tongue you're going to see yeah. and everything like that. It's like, but I mean, The Rock. I mean, do you really want to see The Rock kiss? Like, no. I kind of don't. You I don't need to see imagine that. like he's such a family guy yeah. and, and the stuff that he puts out there anyway, yeah. like that he probably just does it out of respect for his family. Yeah. I'm glad we don't see <laughs> Not that I have <laughs> do anything. Do you really want to see The Rock Not- kiss? That's going to go well, down. I just, I don't know. There's something about it. He's such a big guy and I just <laughs> – just seeing him kiss, I feel like would take away the imagination side of things with, I don't know. <laughs> I'm crossing some lines. Um, anyway, I just, yeah, because he might be a bad kisser. He might be. He might be Maybe good. that's, I don't oh know. goodness. But Maybe that's the thing. He's just such a terrible so kisser. His hands are though, too. Like, <laughs> can you imagine him, like, trying to, oh, dear. Oh. Okay, we're losing the plot. <laughs> Well, Lewis, got any other fun facts? I for think us? I think at the end of the day, good movie. Uh, you should see it, uh, and I can't wait for the sequels. Excellent. Same. Yeah. All right, we'll catch you guys next time. If you do want to see more of Lewis and Cecilia, you can catch them on Unscripted each week. You can catch Lewis and I on Dis Down Under each week, except maybe this week because, well, <laughs> anyway. Um, and if you want to jump onto our website, The Gentleman of Pop Culture, you can keep up to date with everything. On that, we'll catch you guys next time. Adios. Bye. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Gentlemen of Pop Culture.